Welcome to your new favorite band, the podcast brought to you by the LA Maybe. And now, your hosts, Dallas Dwight and Drizzle Silvera. What's up, y'all? It's Driz coming at you. You're watching your new favorite band, and with me across the table is Dallas Dwight. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, uh, we are in a snow-covered studio. <laughs> it's cold. If you catch our breath, like you, you might catch it on, on screen, maybe. Maybe the heater's working enough now. Nothing? Yeah, heater's yeah. fine. Probably fine. Yeah. Anyway, yes, welcome back to another episode. We're happy to be here. Wow, these mics are freezing. Everything in here. It's just, we're from the South, man. One sec. We're not, yep, it's yeah, it's cold. Yeah, it's, yep, it's cold. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> so, I wanted to jump in here, uh, like I promised I would do for the first 10 episodes, and let you guys know that we have a VIP program specific to the podcast just for you guys. We've already had a lot of people sign up, actually, and um, thank you guys so much for that. So, what it basically is, head to lamaybe.com slash VIP and for $7 a month or $75 a year, get a little bit of a discount there. You're going to be able to get access to every episode a couple days early. You're going to get a bonus episode every month. Uh, and what am I missing? Oh, oh you get the exclusive, uncut. Uncut and exclusive merch when we start rolling out exclusive merch. Right. Podcast so. exclusive merch, funny stuff just for you guys uh, that won't be available anywhere else. And the and the uh, what I forgot was the uncut episodes. So we cut, you know. 45 minutes or so for, for everybody to see. And then that last 30, 40 minutes extra is just for our VIP members. So if you're interested in any of that, head to lamaybe.com slash VIP. I promise to stop harping on it eventually, but I wanted to get it out there for the first 10 episodes at least. Anyway, yeah, that's the sales pitch. Whew. It's it's definitely hard to do sales pitches when all you can think about is how frozen your twins are. <laughs> frozen twins. The Minnesota twins over there? Minnesota twins. <laughs> Minnesota, <laughs> Minnesota cold. Yeah, dude. Uh, That's basically no, that was thing. that was really good. That was like I crushed it. It's professional. As I, fuck. I fucking crushed it. Yeah, yeah, dude. I, I couldn't have done it better myself. I know, except for <laughs> I could. So I'm kidding. All right, everybody. Today, as you know, we are breaking down the next of the tracks from our debut record, "Dirty Damn Tricks." If you're following along, you know today is episode seven. That means it's track seven. That means it's Take Me Away. Oh, hold up, though. Driz brought something special in the studio today, though. What did you bring today special in the studio, though, today, Driz? Okay, so what, what did we do last week? We did When I'm Gone We did last When week, I'm Gern. Right? Yeah, yep. when, 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 when I'm Gern. All right, so for all of you guys out there who yep. uh, have watched that music video, here's the thumbnail uh, Les Paul that I'm playing. And oh, guess yeah, what? True. It doesn't even say Gibson on it. It's a Driz. It's a Driz. It's a Drizzen. Yeah, it's a sticky note, actually. Which I only have one. Yeah, no, it's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this uh, this thing was the one that got rained on um, when... Yeah. And it never it worked again? opened up. <laughs> yeah. It's, it clearly doesn't work. I know it looks as good as it did in the video, but it, it just doesn't work. That so. is a pretty little guitar there, dude. No. But it works. The, I love the cherry sunburst. Yeah, man. This was... Um... Let's see. What am I doing here? Yeah, this was a... Uh... Well, you're talking now. There you go. <laughs> yeah. No, this guitar was a a present kind of. So uh -huh. I I I had some money saved for Les Paul. Or? No, no, this dude that really wanted to hook up with my mom. Okay, cool. To impress her, I went. I so went to go work. I went to go work with him one day, and uh, his name was Ross. Uh huh. Interesting name. But uh, I need his last name and address. Nice guy. Nice guy. Anyways, 
No, he. Uh, we were doing. I did some work for him, and and he took me to Guitar Center afterwards. He said, Just show me what you like, you know. It's like well, I like that one right there. Seven hundred fifty dollar Epiphone, like yeah. the most like flagship Epiphone on the wall. And my originally, I was gonna get like the five hundred dollar one. Mm. I was just like. Let's see how much he really likes my yeah. wallet. <laughs> let's, 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 let's push this let's envelope as far as we can. Let's see how much I can, because I had like maybe 200 bucks or something already like yeah. put aside. And uh, let's see, I would have been 14 so at the time. you've had this a while. Yeah, I was about to say. This guitar is an 05, so mm-hmm. I've had, or maybe 04. Yeah, this thing is almost 20 years old. So uh, Garbage. Garbage. Taking, I love that back though. That's yeah, nice. yeah. I got so annoying of that, or annoyed by that heel when I was trying to play high in my my extreme metal days, uh-huh. uh, and I I really you know didn't like the uh, pickups that were in there, so I threw some Seymour Duncan's in. Yeah, those look know. sick too. And uh, yeah, man, this thing uh, has been with me ever since. I cannot let this thing go. It's just too sentimental. And uh, he never ended up getting with my mom, but I at least I got a guitar out of him. So there you go. Yeah. One good thing happened. It's just fun. It's a fun story. It's a cool guitar. That is a nice story, though. Yeah, I didn't didn't know the story. We're all learning things here today, people. Not me, though. No, you're, yeah. (laughs) You're you're psychic, though. I'm good. I know it all. Yeah. We did it. Yeah. Very humble, though. Yeah. Yeah. What was the... uh, 100% humble. 100% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) We had a shirt idea. I think we're going to put one up in the store that just said, humble as fuck. (laughs) That might might still go up. Just in super bold writing. It was going to be like... Yeah. Like that big. Big. Yeah. I I wasn't cut to you. I was keeping the camera on me. Huge. Because like, you know, I was just keeping you humble. So... Someone's got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't going to be me. So take me away. Before you took me away with that story, let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the song a little bit. What what thoughts come to your head for this one? Um, my thought, the only thoughts that I come, that come to my head was like, dude, I'm writing this new riff. Check it out. By the way, you're gonna have to sing when you play it at the oh, same yeah. time too. <laughs> Good to me. I'm like, okay, dude. Our, the riff. All right. The second I realized we were gonna have to sing and play that riff, I was like, oh no. Oh no! I don't even think this is humanly possible. Like, I don't even think John Mayer could do this. Like, because the riff is uh, involved. Yes, just, your your just version slightly. of the riff is fine. It's difficult, but it's not too crazy. My version of the of the the main riff and the chorus in particular is is probably the hardest thing on Dirty Damn Tricks, at least for me, because it is like. I mean, you couldn't devise a better finger exercise. It's all four fingers in different permutations repeating. Like, it's, it's so it's weird. It's wild to watch, yeah. It's so weird. Tracking it in the studio, I, don't, I still don't think I've ever played it right once. <laughs> still. Every show, I'm like, how am I doing this? Like, I don't think this is working. Yeah, it's wild, but it sounds so good with my part, too, though. Like, Yeah, oh, we did a lot, of, together, a yeah. lot of, uh, and we'll dive into the session here in a minute and break it down in more detail, but we did a lot of... Um, testing remember i was like we, we all paused in rehearsal and i was like mm-hmm. all right do you guys like it palm muted or do you like it if i skip a note or do you like it this and you guys were all like it sounds better like that and i was like cool the mo- the hardest way <laughs> the, awesome the- everyone wants me to do the hardest possible way to do this riff <laughs> cool so then i was just like i guess i just got to do it so i did it i don't sing with it though so because that would just wouldn't no. happen well it's even hard like it's pretty borderline impossible to sing what i have to play too yeah yeah yeah, so it's, it's real tough. So I think live we actually don't sing with it so much anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair though, we don't play this song a ton live. No, not as, as of not as of yet. I, I, it'll come out as our as our sets get longer and longer. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Although at that point we might have more songs, so it still might get get cut by the wayside. But 
by no means do I think this is a weak song or anything. Do you have any other thoughts? There's no video to talk about. No lyric video. Yeah, um, no, I I really love this. Song. I, I remember when when you first showed me the riff too. Like besides the the like oh fuck, I got to sing that and play at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was like such a cool riff, and it swung so hard. Yeah, like so it, it like immediate like when I first heard that that my swag meter was fucking off the charts because it was right. swung so hard. Like yeah. it was like God damn, could you imagine like. Some fucking McJagger dude strutting down a runway to that, <laughs> just fucking swagging his ass so, off. Yeah, so heavy <laughs> though for them. Um, this song uh, is one of the three songs that has the gang vocals in it that we talked about. The first being Oh Sugar. Mm-hmm. Oh Sugar had the most specific gang vocals where we were all literally singing different notes in harmony together around a microphone, just like they did on old and Yellow Brick, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, Elton John records, stuff like that. Yeah. The, the backing vocalists would all get around in a mic and sing all the harmonies together. There's no hiding. No tuning. You can't mess with it. It just is what it is at that point. Uh, this song is not so much like that. We're all singing the same note. But it was from that same session. Uh, I guess it's time to move on over there. What do you say? Let's, uh, yeah, let's check it out. We're back in Pro Tools. The Ableton days are over. Sorry, Ableton fans. Um, <clears throat> the very first thing I want to do. The song started. Let me mute these vocals real quick. The song started uh, just like this, originally. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, that, uh, that really comes in hard with no form of an intro or anything. And I was like, it needs something. So I thought for a second, and I'm sitting at my computer, and the vocal booth where we're recording all of our vocals is behind me in the closet, right? Yep, yep. And I'm like, oh, let me try this. And I, I arm the mic in the booth and I lean back in my chair and I go, all right, one more time. And I stop it. And I put it in here and came up with this. All right, one more time. <laughs> yeah. And then that's Alvy laughing that I layered in behind it. Uh, you know, at one point or whatever, he's singing a take, messes up, and then just starts laughing. So I grab the laugh, plug it in here, and we have a nice little fun intro. God, and it's kind, that, it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. <laughs> right, gives it a fun little element. <laughs> you know, back in the day, you, you'd hear, you hear bands do that because they're all in a studio together and the drummer goes, all right, one more time to the band and they all play together. Yeah. For us, it was a little more manufactured than that, but it was just kind of a little tongue in cheek having a little fun there. Um, that's a fun little tidbit. Let's talk about this riff that we were just talking about. I actually never get to play that riff ever, but especially in the intro because you know, I'm doing this little solo thing down here. Ooh, nice little delays and stuff in there. And then we have the lead track here. This is the riff I was talking about when I mentioned that uh, it's, it's just stupid hard to play. It's the same riff as the rhythm here. This exact riff, but up an octave and uh, a little bit of guitar knowledge for you guys that might not be playing guitar. Uh, this first riff here, this lower one uses a lot of open strings, which means you can jump around the neck really easily. 
This one up an octave uses no open strings. So I cannot, I have to literally do this like really wacky way of playing it. And it's uh, tremendously difficult, at least for me. So you're saying I suck? Yeah, you're, you're terrible. I'm great. That's the thesis here. Okay. Let's listen. All right. All right. So nothing fancy, but it just thickens up the, the lead here. It's funny for it not being uh, incredibly like in your face or fancy or anything, anything like noticeable. Yeah, it's it's so hard to play for such like I won't say little benefit, but for like not a ton of like mileage. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I should mention this. We have on our website, uh, on our web store, if you go to lamaybe.com slash store, scroll to the very bottom, you can buy the um, uh, the tablature book. I tabbed out all of our songs, Driz, Driz's parts and my parts, all the solos, everything's tabbed out in there for you guys. I would be interested if you guys could check this out and um, send me a video of you guys playing that riff there, the, the, uh, Such the a lead good part idea. there. It's, it'd be in the chorus of Take Me Away. Because uh, what I did is I tabbed out basically what we play live. So if you look at the intro here, you're not going to hear this lead track we just listened to. You're going to see this. You're going to see that solo part. So you have to go to the chorus to check it out. But if you're interested and you play guitar and you're up for a challenge, check that out and, uh, and tag us uh, on socials and we'll definitely repost you or something. See the organ kind of skipping some notes. Piano doing the classic thing we talked about over and over and over again in this album. What, matching the bass? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, not a lot going on here. Let's take a look at the percussion, the bass, or sorry, the drums and the bass just for the verse here, because they're just pumping. Now, we're just kind of giving it a lot of space here. There's some fun stuff in the lead here. There's little screaming guitars into the chorus. Right. Organ comes in on that pre-chorus as well. Again, pretty quiet. Keys on this song are, are pretty pretty background, I would say. Yeah. Also, it's worth noting. Pay attention to what we do in the pre-chorus here, because uh, which which part? Oh, the shaker. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the first pre-chorus is going to be different. From oh, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. All the all there's three pre-choruses in this song. They're all three different. We have the uh, let me put the bass, drums, and percussion in here. You're going to hear the I guess it's a shaker, a tambourine, or something come in here. I really like the tambo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So shaker for the pre-chorus with the tambourine on two and four. Yeah. Full tambourine alone on the chorus. Uh, which we just, we just like, we talked about this back at Sucker Punch, I think. Uh, and probably Mr. Danger as well. There's a lot of percussion on this, on this album that I think, <clears throat> I just choked, that I think really take a lot of these elements to a different place. That without it, I mean, like, let's listen to this drum beat. Good, good solid beat. You add the percussion, oh, yeah. though, it takes it to a new level. Yeah. I would I would go so far as to say every song <laughs> can benefit from some sort of little percussion like that. You're probably not 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 wrong. Throw it in there and just like uh, I mean, show me the song where it doesn't make it like five better. Yeah, even it doesn't have to be super audible. Just duck it down the mix a little bit. Cold hands, my guy, my gay. Cold hands. Kind of pretty warm because I got this dope hoodie on. Nice. Pretty straight straight ahead. Let's listen to this whole pre-chorus. Uh, let's actually do verse and pre-chorus. Let's leave the vocals out. We are going to talk about those momentarily. Bear with us. through the chorus there yeah the drums are, are really grooving hard in that chorus just... that ride symbol going nuts with the tambourine Organ inspired by Dream Theater. Uh, Jordan Rudis calls it the Snarling Pig. We tried to, get as, <laughs> tried to get as close to that as we could. I know you're not joking, but it's still funny. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty awesome, though. When you hear his organ, it was like, oh, dude. So this is what we were talking about with the, the leads, and the, the rhythm is just the same here. We changed up the riff a little bit. In the intro, we just kind of riff, 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 riff. In the chorus, we had a vocal melody going with it. So we wanted to kind of take a break from riff, 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 and hit some chords, kind of open it up a bit. So that's what we do here in the chorus. Right now, the lead does the same thing. Um, we do a fun little little thing when those chords hit that I'm not sure if you're familiar with because it's like super tucked away in the mix. I wish it was more audible, but it goes like like moves around a little bit. It's kind of fun. Check this out. Give it a little extra Just beat for those chords. Yeah. Really fun. Um, that's it. This song's super simple. It's you're gonna you're gonna have your bass, drums, guitars. That's pretty much it. We have some organ and piano filling some stuff out. We have some percussion filling some stuff out. Other than that, this is one of those songs that's, that's really simple. There were not a lot of tracks involved. 
Um, let's go back and talk about some of these vocals. This was the first song written for the album um, that had not been written like a few years ago, right? This yeah. Is, this was the first song that was consciously written for a new album that we didn't already have lying around. Uh, with the exception, we did talk about that chorus for Oh Sugar was technically written before this, but True. we're talking about the True. full song. This was it. This was also the first one we jumped into the studio to track for this album. This was the very first one. So this was the first one Alvy came down and did vocals for, so we came up with something like this. There's something in the air tonight. You got me feeling electrified. Quit playing games with me, just give me a sign. Girl, I've been trying, but I'm losing my mind. And then we have what Foz calls the chain gang, which is what we sound like here with the gang vocals we were talking about. We bring in those Love vocals the, here. Thinner, thinner, thinner. Let me listen to the chorus with those backing vocals boosted a lot. Now there we alternate sides for the guitars. Do you remember that actually was not the case for a long time? No, it, it was either just yeah. me or just you for both of them. I forget which one. And um, we went back. I think it was just me for both of them. Da 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 da. And then we both came in. And I think we went back later. I forget whose idea it was. And you added the da 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 da. And then I go. So it's kind of like a call and response here. And you do the chick chick. Yeah, I do the chick chick. I was going to say, I, so I, it's like, I thought I remember doing that. It's like both back and forth. Like, it's really fun. Um, There's not much else going on in this verse. Fun little fact, I did that on a guitar. A I know it sounds like a gun, but it was actually a guitar. So take me home and take your chances. That would be pretty funny. Just <laughs> just <laughs> sound effect. <laughs> Uh, cool bass fill there, if I remember. Let's take a listen. I don't have the time for long romances. You're playing games with me. Get out of my head. Yeah. Now, we talked about every pre-chorus being different. Let's take a listen here. Right, changing Mr. Drizzle, the stank master, the coming stank in with master. that. Stank master. Fucking tritone there, <laughs> <Yeah>. bro. <laughs> I love that. I genuinely don't remember what this lead does for these pre courses. Okay, so just an octave. Here, so.
We got to solo that stank. stank yeah, let's take a second. Now. Let me um, split this into mono here. Oh, snap. And then we can take uh, my side of the pre-chorus. So I'm just kind of hanging out on those those riffage, right? Driz is kind of playing around, playing around it a little more. Also, the single notes. Forgot about that. Yeah. So you put us both together. So like we talked about in the past, we kind of, uh, Driz and I's playing, we kind of sometimes play the same thing and then diverge and come back and in and out and people are doing different things at different times. And it's all, all a conscious effort uh, to keep the listener interested and to keep doing cool stuff instead of just constantly playing the exact same thing. I think personally for me, if you have two guitar players and they're always playing the same thing, like just have one. <laughs> like, yeah. Because the yeah. other one's just muddying stuff up at that point. Yeah. But where the other guitar player comes in handy is when you're is when you're utilizing those two different voices you have to make something cool, more like you'd be writing for an orchestra than, than a rock band, you know? Uh, this chorus is the same. Let's, let's talk about this. This is fun. This little, little vocal line right here going into the solo. I think I'm ready for you! That vocal line is from the uh, very first demo take we recorded for this song. And we liked it so much, we kept it all the way through the process. Everything else got replaced. This stayed. So that was from, like, the very first thing Alvi ever recorded for us. This was part of that. I think I'm ready for you! Oh. Scream it going into the yeah. solo here. I think I'm ready for you! Let's talk about how the riff changes for the solo, right? We do that a lot. There we go. That one we forgot to go back and change, I guess, because yeah. <laughs> that's just me on both sides or both riffs. And then you do the. We also hit hard with this key thing here that's ended up being pretty quiet. So one thing. Oh, yeah. It's like a big seven chord coming back in, you know. Uh, let me unsole that so you can hear it in the context here. Uh, here we go. Right. Just like a little explosion of piano. So what one thing I love, you know. And and we really take take our part seriously. Like I actually love being a rhythm guitarist. Um, you know, I can play lead stuff too, but I love being a rhythm guitarist. I love being support and and doing my part, um, and doing it to the best of my ability so that everyone shines. I think it's really important to have that attitude as a rhythm guitarist. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because <laughs> you're just gonna make yourself look like an idiot, really. And then the rest of the band, but really you. Like you're just dude. People shit on rhythm guitar players. I think I think that's really dumb. Like yeah. Oh yeah, like there's. I mean, but what? anyway. Like, like, so so going back, to, I, there a lot of the solo sections in the album, not all of them, but a lot of the solo sections in the album, mm-hmm. uh, mainly except for a couple. I, I wrote a good bit of yeah, or, and, and we fake you know, was one of the first ones. Yeah, fake. Yeah, fake was the very first song mm-hmm. I actually helped. And that know, was actually on. the day you came over, like. 
not even your audition. Like you came over just to hang out and get a vibe and see what was up. And we like wrote like 80% of fake or something. Like, yeah, dude, it was wild. Yeah. We were Here vibing, we are. Vibing hard. Two, yeah. three years later. Exactly. But yeah, so so I, I really love, you know, and, and you know, Dallas will th- throw de- uh, together a demo, especially like on stuff we're working on right now. And it's, uh, you know, you're like, well, you know, here's the solo section, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, that sounds good, but I feel like it could be yeah. like this. And then we'll like shoot ideas back mm-hmm. and forth. But I, you know, I, I really love that process. And I like that too. Cause I like having a platform on which to write a cool solo. Yeah. As opposed to just being like, here's the chorus again. It's yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. I guess. But like, and, and that's something we take from the guns and roses camp. I think they do that pretty frequently. And yeah. a lot of bands do, but I really like how guns does it. Well, I mean, the solo is a, is a new part of the song. It's not, it's always fresh. Listen yeah. to welcome to the jungle, for example. Yeah. Well, and if you're going to have a centerpiece of, of with, you know, if you're going for rock and roll and you have a, you know, rock and roll, you know, guitar player taking a solo, you want it to shine over, over yeah. that part. You want it to sound like separate, but still like a part of the same song. Like yeah. it's got to have its own centerpiece too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this was one of the, if not the first solo tracked for the album here. Let's take a listen. Kind of just noodling around there. One of my favorite solos in the album. <laughs> I know the lick you like. It's this Dude, one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this one right here. Oh, let me get it. Right. <laughs> That's the one you like. Dude, you know me all too well. So another thing. Well, you also told me. Another thing yeah. we do um, that I personally love is, is the solo. Uh, in some of the songs, it's just one thing. And a lot of the songs, the solo kind of has an A section and a B section. It's almost like a mini song within the song. Yeah. That's what we do here to keep it interesting. That'd be the end of A. Then we come into B. And it was B, and I was legit playing. Well, technically it's B flat, but it has yeah. some down guitar. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. We are playing B there. And if you listen carefully to the rhythm guitar, I'm if you're on headphones or something, I'm in your left speaker, just going dun 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 dun. Driz is in your right speaker, kind of going da 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 da, kind of riffing more. And if you hear them both together, you get this. on into verse three, right? Wraps around your finger. Round. Around. Yeah, I love that. love that round. Round. Wraps around your finger. And all these strings got me thinking. There's a couple of drum things I don't want to overlook. This fun little hi-hat thing here. Come on, I keep hitting there. That little trickery. Also, this uh, same kind of thing here, but with a floor tom. I love little stuff like that. So that vibe's right here in the solo if we grab this. 
that piano so low in the mix there. Oh, where should we go from here, my friend? You've got me wrapped around your finger. And all these drinks got me thinking I'm a drinker. I guess we're going to talk about pre-chorus three, yeah? Logically. These are all really fun. Um, I don't know how you would how you would think about this, but when I'm writing stuff, these are all things I love throwing into songs to keep my brain engaged, to keep me interested. And like, I got to remember, like pre-chorus A, B, and C are all three different. There's all three different endings. Yeah. If we compare them real quick, just in the guitar here, and I'm, they're not marked in here. I wish they were. Uh, I think this will probably be one. Right, just the two hits down now. Pre-chorus two. Right, yep. kind of the same, dun 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 dun. But then we do a little riff, da da do da da down. The last one is just a full riff. There's no, there's no like big chord or anything. Yeah. Let's get the whole band in there and hear some just, just fun rocking. What is the percussion doing? That's a really fun drum fill. I want to hear the bass and drums alone. Just the drums. That's that's a that's a good fill. I love fills oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. That's like such a John Bonham thing. <laughs> I love that shit. I love going Tom snare. Like, so yeah, fun. It's good. I love it. Uh, vocals there just kind of moving up. And that's why I'm the singer. I've been trying, but I'm losing all control. Take me away and tease me like you do. Oh, oh, oh. I forgot this actually is uh, was one of the other things from that very, very first session. Oh, oh, oh. So I told him I was like, he was in the booth. We're, we're just getting to know each other. I was like, I'm hearing some vocal fills, you know, in between your lines. Right. And on and on there. Uh. Yeah, it's uh, ba- what is it? Uh, take me away and tease me like you do. Rest, rest, and I'll never. So in those rests, I was like, "Give me your best, like David Lee Roth, you know, something like that." Yeah, and I, I right after I said that, this is what I got, and that made it into the final take. Now for the others, there's these gaps still here, right? Oh, I'm in the way here. Let me move myself. You can't even see what I'm highlighting. Here we go. Uh, here's the whoa, whoa, whoa right here. This is the gap I was trying to have him fill with that. And I was like, well, what can we do? Boom. Little solo fill here. I love these little fills. Oh, I yeah, yeah. always forget to play them live. So if we play the guitar, I'm all about filling gaps, right? Yeah. And it's, and it's not about stuffing as much shit in as no, you can. No, it's about strategically it's, doing it where yeah, it makes sense. It's about yeah. like, all right, we have a gap here. What can we toss in that gap to, to fill it out and that makes sense and sounds good? And this is what we came up with here. Show me something new. I know. I know I want. Same thing here. There's another one. Oop, there we go. Let's just replace all that. Another gap here. You do. And never, that one's so fun. And this one is, to be honest, a little hard to hear because there's so much stuff going on in the song at this point. 
but I really love this one. I wish it was a little, little more audible. And it's not a mix problem. It's like it's an arrangement problem. Like there's just so much stuff going on at once yeah. that it just like can't possibly get out there. But it this, is so massive at the end. Yeah. This is a fun one here though. Oh, uh, wait a second. Is it not in there? Is it in the leads? Ah, it's in the leads. We're going to have a really hard time hearing it. I wish it was in the solo section, but it's like a and that boom lands right here with the ladies and gentlemen. If you can sing it, you can play it. If you can sing it, you can play it. That was no for no You can hear it kind of in your left ear, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's, it's no, with I, I all the other stuff. You yeah, know, so yeah, it's like it's, it's hard to discern exactly what it is. It's a really fun lick, though, man. It's yeah. a really fun lick. <sighs> I wish that was on the lead track. Anyway, the solo track. A uh, big note here from Alvy at the end with some doubles. Not I'm ready for you. Matching the guitar and pitch there. Oh, man. Whole band ending together. Tight ending. Um, I like a lot of tight endings. I really am not a fan of fade outs. That's why you'll probably never hear one from us. Um, I can't think of an example where we would fade out unless it was like a... There's one example of a song I think we might fade out on, and it's one I don't even think I've told anyone about in the band. So probably not. <laughs> it's just like a vague idea in my head. It's it's nothing at this point. No riffs or anything. Nice tight bass there. Boom. Love it. Guitars, uh same deal. I love how it's yours that starts with the little like ghost chunk like chunk yeah. Chuka. Yeah. And I didn't, I don't, I never thought about this really, but it's one of the shortest songs on the album. Mm-hmm. The runtime, I think, is like, um, let's see here, 310 or something. It's real short. Yeah. So we start like here like around the, what does that say up there? Start, it starts around three, four seconds. And it ends here about, what does it say, 322? So 322 minus four. So it's like, call, call it 315 ish. Okay. Yeah. We it was like bit, right around 310. A little bit of silence on either side there. Yeah. So I was perfectly correct. 310, 315, yeah, somewhere in there. I don't remember the exact runtime, but that's a pretty short song. Uh, I refuse to write any song that has a two in that first slide. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But as long as it hits three, I don't think it is the shortest song. Um, I don't know what is. It might be the shortest song. It's either the shortest or the second shortest. What would be shorter than this? Just off the top of your head randomly. None. I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah, I think this is the shortest one. When I'm Gone is clearly the longest. I think it's pushing six minutes, if not over six. Yeah. 
Um, all the others are just that standard rock, you know, 340 yep. to 4 ish. Yep. I think Peace of Mind's right at 420. For for all you <laughs> fun folks out there. Yeah. <laughs> fun folks. All right, let's head back over here. <coughs> so, take me away. Any final thoughts before we um, say goodbye to our regular listeners and hang out with our VIP folks for a bit? Uh, not really. This one just again. This one kind of is a blip on the radar. It flew flew by when we were tracking this one, and but it was it, also like I said, it was first or very close yeah. to first. So it wasn't. Um, and I, I think it was quick. So there wasn't a whole lot of story oh, yeah. time or, or memorable moments. It was just kind of like let's let's bang this one out. Let's get this song done. And that's why you know there's there's really not a ton to say about this song. No, except for uh, again no video. the. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna have to sing that part. That was like that was really that was the biggest. Yeah. I think of the entire album. That was the biggest like, and one of the only because for the for the album, it's not. It wasn't really didn't really feel like a chore or anything. It was right. it was really awesome doing it. But that was the one thing. That was like the one thing in the back of my mind. Like I'm trying to practice and sing and play at the same time, and uh-huh. I'm like. Fuck! Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's not gonna like, happen, holy yeah. shit! Yep. Yeah, I feel that. Well, let's uh, let's hang it up here. Uh, goodbye. Thank you so much for being here, Adios. VIP people. Stick around. We're going to be hanging out a little more. Thanks so much. Hey everybody! Thank you so much for watching the latest episode of your new favorite band. This is the end of the free content. But if you want to unlock the full uncut versions of every episode, head over to lamaybe.com/vip and sign up for our membership. For seven dollars a month, you'll get extended episodes of our podcast, a bonus episode every month, plus exclusive merch. You'll also be supporting us and helping us continue to stay on the road and make new music. And for that, we're eternally grateful. So thank you.